means we can all listen to the sunny side of sports. Great show, bro. This is sunny side of sports. Right here on the Voice of America. Voice of America. Sporty greetings to all our Voice of America listeners. This is VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. Welcome to the February 1st edition of the Sunny Side of Sports. Let's kick off with African men's football. Algeria will host Senegal in Saturday's final at the African Nations Championship or CHAN tournament for home-based players. The Algerians advanced to the title game by routing Niger on Tuesday 5-0. Ayman Mahius, a striker for USM Algier in the Algerian League, had two goals. Mahius is the Chan competition's top scorer overall with five goals. The Senegalese, meanwhile, are through to the final after a 1-0 win against Madagascar. Papa Diallo scored the tournament's earliest goal in the fifth minute. Now, Senegal's victory took place at the Nelson Mandela Stadium in Algiers, where the final will be played on Saturday. Last year in Cameroon, Senegal won its first Africa Cup of Nations trophy. Now the Senegalese will try to win their first Chan title. The host Algerians will also be bidding for their first Chan trophy. Sporty greetings. This is Sunday Olise former captain and coach of the Super Eagles of Nigeria. You're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Elsewhere in African football, Ghana winger Kamaldine Suleimana is moving from the French club Rennes to Southampton in the English Premier League. The Saints of Southampton signed Suleimana for a club record fee of 22 million euros. The 20-year-old Suleimana made three appearances for Ghana at the World Cup in Qatar, where he was recorded running at 35.7 kilometers per hour during the tournament, the top speed of any player. I think that means Kamaldine Suleimana can get up and down the pitch very, very quickly. Meanwhile, another player who saw action for Ghana at the World Cup, Inyaki Williams, has seen his La Liga record run of 251 consecutive games for Athletic Bilbao come to an end. The 28-year-old Williams sat out his team's 1-0 defeat at Celta on Sunday. In a statement on Twitter, Bilbao said, and I quote, Inyaki Williams had not missed a match since April 20th, 2016. He was not able to play against Celta because of muscle overload. Sporty greetings. This is Masai Ujiri, the president of Toronto Raptors Basketball, president of Giants of Africa Foundation. You are listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Masai Ujiri's Giants of Africa Foundation is celebrating its 20th anniversary this year with a series of worldwide events. The foundation says since 2003, it has positively impacted more than 40,000 African youth in 17 countries 
through access to over 30 basketball courts and 80 basketball camps or clinics. The Giants of Africa Foundation is continuing with its Built Within program, a multi-year commitment to build 100 basketball courts across Africa. Last month, the foundation unveiled five new courts in Burkina Faso and Kenya. In addition, a court was built in Mogadishu, Somalia, a country that's been plagued by civil war and political instability. The Giants of Africa Foundation says a basketball court can uplift a community, unite youth, and provide job opportunities. Last year, the foundation inaugurated a new basketball court at Abeson, a suburb of Lagos, Nigeria. Among those on hand for the ceremony was the Giants of Africa's co-founder and director of basketball operations, Godwin Awinji. Well, in Nigeria, this is our eighth, eighth court in Lagos. Overall, in the continent, we have been able to build courts uh, you know, in Nigeria, Burkina Faso, Kenya, Tanzania. We've been to Senegal. We've been to where else have we been? Um, we've been to Congo. So you know, we've been able, okay. We've been able to build courts in uh, I want to say maybe about more than seven countries in the continent. Godwin Owingi, how would you describe the foundation's focus? It's all about the youth of Africa, uh, and most especially the youth of Nigeria, because that's where we're from. And. Uh, Without basketball courts, the development, you know, of the game of basketball won't be effective. You know, that's why the initiative of building 100 courts in the next several years, uh, that's why we put it in the forefront. And, and so far, there's been a good journey so far. We still got a lot, a lot and a long ways to go, but we're going to keep pushing ahead, push ahead until we hit 100. Godwin, as the foundation pushes ahead, how about looking back a bit? And tell our sunny side of sports listeners how the foundation has grown and developed over the past 20 years. Well, we started our organization in 2003. You know, we've been running, we've been we've been running basketball camps uh, to develop the game. We've been doing a lot of uh, outreach programs, you know, to enrich the lives of our youths in uh, in the continent by way of leadership skills, by education. Sports is, is, is education as well. And uh, we, we, we always preach. I always tell this every time I speak to the press about parents supporting their kids whenever they want, they're interested in uh, playing whatever sports it is. They should support them 100% because sports is a very important vehicle for the growth of, you know, of a child. That's Godwin Awinji the co-founder of the Giants of Africa Foundation, and Godwin spoke with us from Lagos, Nigeria. Sporty greetings. This is Godwin Owingi, co-founder of Giants of Africa, international scout with the Brooklyn Nets. You're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. VOA Africa is your trusted source for news, sports, entertainment, and music. Stay engaged with VOA Africa. We love to hear your voice. You can call us 24-7 on WhatsApp 
and leave a message. Leave comments, requests, or greetings. We may play your message on VOA Africa. Dial the international code plus one, then two zero two two five eight three zero seven six. VOA Africa is always happy to hear your voice. The number again is the international code plus one, then two zero two two five eight three zero seven six. Pro basketball. Five NBA games Tuesday night. Giannis Antetokounmpo of the Milwaukee Bucks and Nikola Jokic of the Denver Nuggets again showed why they've combined to win the NBA's Most Valuable Player Award the past four years. Giannis was league MVP in 2019 and 2020. And Jokic was the MVP in 2021 and 2022. On Tuesday night, Giannis had 34 points, 18 rebounds, and four assists to lead the Bucks to a 124 to 115 win against the Charlotte Hornets. In Denver, Colorado, Nikola Jokic posted his 16th triple double of the season. For our sunny side of sports listeners, not familiar with a triple-double. It's when a player tallies double figures in three different statistical categories. Jokic finished with 26 points, 18 rebounds, and 15 assists for the Nuggets, who beat the visiting New Orleans Pelicans 122-113. to The Nuggets are in first place in the NBA's Western Conference, with a record of 35 wins and 16 losses. In New York City, Los Angeles Lakers superstar LeBron James posted his first triple-double of the season. LeBron had 28 points, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds as the Lakers beat the New York Knicks 129-123. to LeBron now has 38,299 points for his career. That moves him within 89 points of breaking the NBA's career scoring record, which is held by the now-retired Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. In two more NBA games Tuesday night, the Los Angeles Clippers scored a 108-103 to road win against the Chicago Bulls. And the Miami Heat also won on the road, beating the Cleveland Cavaliers 100-97. to I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Hello, I'm Carol Castiel, host of Press Conference USA. Next up, a conversation with the chair of Exim Bank. Rita Jo Lewis tells us about her stewardship of and vision for the nation's premier export financing agency. Exim creates jobs at home and helps U.S. businesses import products from abroad. The role of Exim Bank in U.S. foreign and trade policy. That's Press Conference USA this Saturday and Sunday on The Voice of America. The 
Men's Basketball Africa League, or BAL, will tip off its third season on March 11th in Dakar, Senegal. South Africa's Cape Town Tigers team once again qualified for the BAL. And joining us now from Nicaragua is Tigers captain Peter Prinsloo. Peter, you've played in Nicaragua before, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, in 2015, first time that I was in Nicaragua, I played out there for a little bit. And then, you know, later on, kind of always played in the league. It's a shorter league that runs during times when the bigger leagues aren't going. And, um, you know kind of met someone out there and now my son's out there not with his mom anymore but out in Nicaragua all the time uh, whenever I have free time to visit my son and uh, hopefully being able to take him with me at some point soon. Peter, the Tigers are now getting ready for season three of the Basketball Africa League. In terms of the Tigers training camp, what does it look like for 2023? No, we're starting training camp right now beginning of Feb. Everybody is, well, all the South African guys that are outside the area from where we're going to be based. Um, we are the Cape Town Tigers. However, our training camp is going to be in Johannesburg, uh, facility-wise, logistically and everything. And also getting teams from outside in to have scrimmages and friendly games before BAL's official games. It's a lot easier in Johannesburg. So we'll be using the facilities over there and uh, but no um we're getting ready to get started uh, the whole team's coming back the way it was just now um once we qualify for bl season three so the guys are excited and, and the chemistry with this unit that we have at the moment is, is incredible the cape town tigers have a new coach Florsheim and guenya for bal season three peter Talk a bit about your relationship with the coach and what he brings to the Tigers. Yeah, Coach Flush. Um, I, I mean, I've known Coach Flush from before my time in South Africa and, uh, you know, around the basketball community there. You know, I didn't really know too much about the basketball scene in South Africa, with, you know, growing up in the States for a good amount of my life. But, uh, no, I met him when I was back in South Africa doing national team commitments back in 2017 and 2018 during certain times. Uh, obviously, we went through the qualifications tournament just now with him, but he's an amazing character, um, controls the game, uh, understands the strength of guys, uh, doesn't try to complicate things too much, and just knows where to attack, you know, looks for the, the mismatch, the weak point, you know, sees who's guarding who. It's He's very... Game-wise, he makes great adjustments to see what's going on and just to attack the weak points of the other team and see where we can take advantage. Peter, the Basketball Africa League will once again have what BAL President Amadou Gallofal describes as a caravan format. The BAL will tip off in Dakar, Senegal on March 11th. And then it will play another 15-game group phase in Cairo, Egypt, before wrapping things up with the playoffs and BAL finals in May at the BK Arena in Kigali, Rwanda. Peter, do you like that type of format? You know, it's a little different um, than, the, you know, the normal situations with a typical league at the moment. And obviously... Logistically, they're still getting everything set up for the BAL, where we know in the future it'll be, you know, traveling games, you know, all over the whole time. 
I'm, it's a lot of it's a little bit more pressure and a little bit more fun in terms of that you know some guys can't handle the pressure it's you're at a certain location and you have a select few games in a shorter time span and you got to perform um you know you don't have time to get into a long rhythm for some guys that's not a good thing some guys are accustomed to long seasons in europe of eight nine months and preseason, getting to mid-season form and then come playoffs you know they're in top you know that just that form where everything's to a T, but you know this is a shorter time span, and you kind of got to be on top of it. Everything, uh, kind of with myself, I saw from last year that my first three games of BAL was kind of you know getting to it, and then the next three games, I you know started to perform incredibly well. So you know I've come in with a mentality for this season to make sure that from game one I'm performing the same way I was performing the last like set of games from last year to not have that difference and to be performing at the highest level every single time since it's such a short span with the caravan effect you know going from one location to another and having a select amount of games at a certain place last year in kigali the cape town tigers advanced to the quarterfinals before losing to u.s monastir which went on to lift the trophy in rwanda peter what are the team's goals for the 2023 bal season yeah, no, um, obviously last season for us, we ended in quarterfinals and it was a disappointing ending to see how it, you know, went during that game. You know, for us this year, we, we don't see ourselves not at least playing in the finals for the, to lift the trophy. Um, we know the team that we have this year is significantly more cohesive. Um, last year on paper, we had a very talented team, but... There was a, a lack of chemistry when you're trying to plug so many players in at a certain time point. Uh, this year, the guys that we have, we have a great chemistry and play incredibly well as a team. So now you have a whole lot of individual talent that plays together. We defend a lot better. Um, so no, we, we don't see ourselves outside of the, the finals this year. It would be a disappointment for us, honestly, if we're not in the finals and our obviously ultimate goal to, to raise that trophy. But we, we feel like this year, with uh, the team that we have and what we've been doing that we should be in the finals. Otherwise, we didn't perform. Peter, do you get a sense that South African fans are rallying behind the Cape Town Tigers ahead of BAL Season 3? Yeah, um, you know, it's been been quite interesting from when I first got to South Africa when the Tigers first started to where we're at right now. Uh, Definitely a lot bigger fan base and just people overall knowing who we are. You know, when I first got to SA, obviously nobody knew about it. But now the way we've reached, now you see people that recognize us in public places that ask for photos. And the popularity keeps growing. And with what we've done, we've managed to help the whole situation in the terms of the national basketball. Uh, we haven't had a national team since 2017 because of some political issues. And with what Tigers has accomplished, they've... Um, fix the whole situation around that and, and we're about to have the national teams being reassembled again now for the AfroBasket qualifier so um, the fan base has grown incredibly you have younger kids now who are always trying to you know ask us stuff you have people in public that's coming up to us so I've seen a big difference in the two years that Tigers have been there and the amount of popularity that we've gained you know over social media and just in public all over the place 
Finally, Peter, the Basketball Africa League is a partnership between the International Basketball Federation, FIBA, and the National Basketball Association, the NBA. Peter, I know you follow the NBA. Are there any NBA players or teams that have really stood out for you at this point in the NBA season? You know, I moved to the States when I was 12, and then always lived near Philadelphia and a lot of my basketball culture is from Philly so I do keep up with the NBA quite a lot and I'm, I'm a Sixers fan that was the first professional NBA game I ever went to so you know at what's now Wells Fargo Arena um, but no uh, interesting to see some of the teams that are struggling you know Phoenix and Los Angeles out of the playoff picture very much interesting situation and uh, you know the Lakers LeBron can't carry a whole team by himself. Uh, I feel like Joel Embiid might have gotten robbed of an MVP, so I'm hoping that this year he gets it. You know, he's African-born, he plays for the Sixers, and he's a monster. I mean, at 7'1", 300 pounds, and the way he moves and what he does, the skill set he has is incredible. Um, Jokic, however, has made a great case just to win three in a row. I just don't know if they'll ever give it to him three in a row because that just doesn't happen in the NBA. But um, there's a couple of teams, you know, young guys that are surprising people. Bobo went to the Magic, and now he's getting some playing time. People actually realize, and he's kind of talented. It just looks awkward because he's so lanky and tall. Uh, and then young players, you know, the Nets struggling at first and then going on a crazy winning streak and, you know, putting themselves back in the top, uh, top four teams in the East. There's a lot of interesting situations, but no, um, you know, I love to keep up with the, the high-level players, and like I said, I always look at what the Sixers are doing just because of my, you know, growth around the Philadelphia area. Thanks, Peter. That's Peter Prinsloo, the captain of the Cape Town Tigers basketball team, and Peter was talking with us on the telephone from Nicaragua. Peter. Good luck to the Tigers ahead of Basketball Africa League Season 3. Thank you for reaching out to me again. And, you know, whenever you guys need me, just let me know. I uh, appreciate the support. And, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, be, we'll be getting ready. So uh, looking forward to everything, and we'll be talking again soon. VOA Africa would like to hear from you. Send us a text message or a voice note on WhatsApp 24-7. Leave a comment, request, or send us a greeting, and you could be hearing your message on VOA Africa. Simply dial the international code plus one, then 202-258-3076. We are always happy to hear from you. The number again is international code plus one, then 202-258-3076. VOA Africa, your trusted source for news, sports, entertainment and music. Follow the Sunny Side of Sports on Facebook, Twitter, 
and at voaafrica.com. My Facebook address is facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. My Twitter handle is at VOA Sunny Sports. And if you go to voaafrica.com, you can listen online to the sunny side of sports and other VOA programs. Check out voaafrica.com. In African athletics, the London Marathon Elite Men's Field on April 23rd will feature four of the top five fastest athletes in history. One is from Kenya and three are from Ethiopia. Ethiopia's Kenanisa Bekele tops the list with a personal marathon best of two hours, one minute and 41 seconds. Kenya's Kelvin Kiptum is next. Last year in Spain, Kelvin became the fastest marathon debutant in history. He clocked two hours, one minute and 53 seconds at the Valencia Marathon. Ethiopia's Berhanu Legese and Mosinet Garamu will also be on the London starting line. Berhanu's personal marathon best is two hours, two minutes and 48 seconds. And Mosinet's personal best is two hours, two minutes and 55 seconds. Last year in London, Kenanisa Bekele set a master's record in the age 40 group with a time of two hours, five minutes and 53 seconds. After the race, Kenanisa told my VOA colleague Jackson Vungani that injuries slowed his London preparations. Uh, actually, for London Marathon, I was uh, uh, on uh, injury before, you know, like two months before. Uh, I couldn't prepare uh, really full preparation for London. So that was my uh, shortest uh, preparation uh, for London Marathon. Still, uh, I did great job, but... Uh, I have uh, capacity to do even faster than that pace if I prepare long time. Mm. Uh, so with uh, short preparation, uh, running 205, you know, it's uh, really uh, great. But uh, even I can do. It's quite than remarkable. Yeah. Let, let's take. Let me take you back from when you were growing up. How did you get the love for running? When did you start? Uh, early age, like uh, 15, 16 years, when I was uh, in uh, high school, uh, I was playing with uh, my friend, you know, with teachers in the high school. They, especially my sport teacher, uh, saw me in the, you know, when during I was playing football with uh, with them and uh, advised me to maybe if I train with running, than football, I I will going to. I will be maybe successful, you know. So his uh, advice, uh, of course, you know, work it. He, he that saw way. that you had the uh, he, you had it in you. He saw the talent. Yes, he saw my you know my uh, activities and uh, advised me to uh, train mm. maybe athletics. If I join athletics f- in the future, I have a good opportunity to maybe become success. Did you ever dream that you'll achieve what you've already achieved? At this point, 
Of course, you know, I did everything, you know, from cross-country, uh, indoor, outdoor championship, like Olympic, World Championship, so marathons, nothing else, so maybe I want to, you know, do something more, mm. but uh, I did everything, but, uh, you know, nothing left me away. But what legacy do you want to leave behind? How do you want people to remember Kenanisa Bekele? You know, that's, you know, I, I did already my job uh, after, you know, remembering maybe accept to young generation or, you know, people who love uh, especially sport, athletics. I think uh, after this, you know, they're uh, accept to them, you know, if they want to motivate their, uh, their kids and, uh, f you know, for new generation. Maybe they can use uh, whatever, you know, what I did. That's Ethiopia's three-time Olympic champion, Kenanisa Bekele. And Kenanisa spoke last year with my VOA colleague, Jackson Vunganyi, at our VOA headquarters here in Washington. Finally, in American-style football, seven-time Super Bowl champion Tom Brady announced his retirement on Wednesday. I'm retiring for good. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So I uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me. My family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. 45-year-old Tom Brady retires as the most successful quarterback in National Football League history. And that wraps up the February 1st edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington, and that's the sunny side of sports.